0: Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. Precious Father, we rejoice that you are our God. We thank you for gifting us this wonderful new day. We thank you that you are still God on the throne, our Father. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. We pray that your kingdom will come, that only your will will stand in our lives, only that which you have commanded, only that which you have commanded. Only your precious promises, the one we have identified, the one we have held on to, only your mercies, only your goodness, Only your loving kindness will see. We worship you this morning. We exalt you this morning. Thank you, our shepherd. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for surrounding us with God the wall of fire thank you for your protection thank you for setting us in safety thank you for lifting our head blessed should be your name thank you for grace to love you thank you for strength of heart to god to hold on to your promises thank you for the light lighting our path showing us the direction thank you for helping us by your spirit to yield to trust you absolutely and to obey be magnified today in jesus name we have prayed amen Numbers chapter 23, I just want to read um, from verse 5, it said, Then the Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, Return to Balak, and thus you shall speak. So he returned to him, and there he was standing by his burnt offering, he and all the princes of Moab. And he took up his oracle and said, Balak, the king of Moab, has brought me from Aran, from the mountains of the east. Come, curse Jacob for me and come, denounce Israel. It, how shall I curse whom God has not cursed? And how shall I denounce whom the Lord has not denounced? For from the top of the rock I see him, and from the hills I behold him. There, a people dwelling alone, not reckoning itself among the nations. Then I skip to 11. Then Balak said to Balaam, what have you done to me? I took you to curse my enemies, and look, You have blessed them (laughs) bountifully. So he answered and said, Must I not take heed to speak what the Lord has put in my mouth? Then Balak said to him, Please come with me to another place from which you may see them. You shall see only the outer outer part of them and shall not see them all. Curse them for me from there. So he brought him to the field of Zophim to the top of Pisgah and built seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each. And he said to Balak, Stand here by your burnt offering while I meet the Lord over there. Then the Lord met Balan, and put a word in his mouth and said, Go back to Balak, and thus you shall speak. So he came to him, and there he was, standing by his burnt offering, and the princes of Moab were with them. And Balak said to him, What has the Lord spoken? Then he took his oracle and said, Rise up Balak, and hear. Listen to me, son of Zippor. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse. Mm. Amen. Wow. So this story is um, the story about a king. If you recall yesterday, we referred to um, a portion in Jeremiah 42 that said, not be afraid of the king of Babylon <laughs> do not be afraid he said I will help you I will save you and deliver you from his hand and now we hear we see another king this one Balak the king of Moab who just looked from where he was from his kingdom and viewed Israel Israel here referred to Jacob and for no reason he just wanted them dead he wanted to harm them <laughs> for no reason at all. You just saw them multiplying. You saw them minding their business. Or well, here he says that this is, he says, there is no nation like them. He said they just stand alone. He said, not reckoning itself among the nations. They, a people dwelling alone. They had separated themselves and they were minding their business. And then a king made himself an enemy and called them his enemies. But unknown to him, just like for any child of God, God really takes offense because your life is his. And there is a purpose for your life as we have been learning, and it's to give him glory and when he he delivers you that you may worship him and save him without fear and somebody stands somewhere and declares that you're an enemy Mm -hmm. and therefore craftily or in any which way sorcery divination enchantment whatever it is even physical attack Mm -hmm. and tries to want to curse to want to put a ceiling a limit your progress, to try to bring ash where there should be joy, it becomes a matter for God. So this Numbers chapter 23 just tells us clearly how the king of Balak was so obsessed with destroying Israel. That he went and hired a prophet. This man was a prophet in Israel. A prophet of God. And a true prophet of God. Who had the giftings of word of knowledge, word of wisdom. You could see when they are describing Balaam. They say he used to see with his eyes open. In other words, if he tells you, it's point blank on the dots. So he saw the giftings in this man. He infiltrated Egypt and then went and hired the man. For the man, what was the mission? to curse Israel, and what we have read is a man so desperate to hurt, so desperate to curse people that were not even mindful that he was in existence, and then we see God, which means no matter who they hire, no matter what, God speaks the sovereign God watches out for his own. Mm -hmm. And once he declares it, it cannot be reversed. Mm -hmm. So what do we see here? We have followed how this man, from stand to stand, if we read the story, he builds seven altars in a particular place. And on each of those altars, he will buy the bull and buy all manners of animals to sacrifice. Burnt offerings, so that the prophet will now come and bring enchantment and sorcery mm-hmm. and declare a curse on Israel. Mm-hmm. But what we have also seen is that from altar to altar, mm-hmm. his enterprises are frustrated. Mm-hmm. From altar to altar, mm-hmm. his enterprises. And the beauty of this, why I'm bringing this, is to confirm when God says, Don't be afraid of the king of Babylon. That king of Babylon refers to any position of power or authority Mm -hmm. that is oppressive. Any position of, we saw Pharaoh, it could be likened to anybody who is like a Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. Anybody who is unrepentantly pursuing to destroy destiny. Anybody who is swearing by themselves that this thing is not going to happen on their Mm -hmm. dead body except on their dead body. Mm -hmm. Anybody who is playing any situation, it could be a situation. That wants to declare that there is no God, that they are their ultimate um, determinants or deciders. This place is telling us that nobody can curse whom the Lord has blessed. Nobody can alter what the Lord has written concerning your life. Nobody can bring death when God has declared life. That's why I said, do not be afraid. I will save you and I will deliver you from his hand. So we see this king who had everything. He surrounded himself with princes because wherever he stood by his altar, you see, he still depended on God for permission. (laughs) Father, we thank you. Mm -hmm. So the man, Balaam, will hearken to him and say, okay, build the altar and give him all the prescriptions he should bring to the altar. And then will now tell him, look, it's not in my power to do what you have asked me to do. Father, we worship Mm -hmm. you because it's not in anybody's power to bring harm to your people. Mm -hmm. You divested your powers from principalities and powers. Mm -hmm. Jesus hung on that cross and nailed everything contrary to us and against us on that cross and took power from the rulers of darkness, the principalities and powers. So without God, no power can hurt a child of God. So we see here, when he says, stand here, and where was he going? He was going to inquire of the Lord what He would say. And the Bible says that at every point, while Balak the king was busy waiting, anxiously waiting to see destruction comes, come to God's people, God put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, "Go back and prophesy what I have commanded." And how many times it shifted from stand to stand, mm-hmm. God stood and said the same thing. Mm-hmm. I have blessed, and I'm commanded, I'm commanding you to bless. You cannot curse whom I have not cursed. Mm-hmm. And several times Balaam will return and tell Balak the same thing. Yes. And Balak will not repent, will say, okay, since this, this position was not good enough, mm-hmm. but eventually we move. Maybe that will be a good place. He will take him to his position and mm-hmm. look at them. Just watch them from here. Don't, you're going to only see them. But whatever they monitor, however they monitor, however they will watch, however they manipulate, the word of God has come today say child of god don't be afraid it is not in their power to hurt you it is not in their power to prophesy anything hurtful it is not in their power to declare no and once god you're blessed and god say he blessed them he blessed them he said be fruitful be multiplied and replenish he blessed them and then grace speaks Say, he that is in you is greater the word that I speak to you is a spirit and life So who can bring letters Mm -hmm. and to overturn spirit and life? Mm -hmm. So what we have seen here is to affirm that whom the Lord has blessed is blessed. Mm -hmm. That no matter the satanic manipulation, Mm -hmm. no matter the craftiness, Mm -hmm. no matter the altars that they build, Mm -hmm. no matter how, no matter the acrobatics, Mm -hmm. Jehovah God stands Mm -hmm. and says his word will not be reversed. Mm -hmm. So we see here ultimately after he had tried and tried and tried eventually the man had to give him the final word he said look in case you do not understand why my return and the word that i'll speak will remain the same in case you don't understand why the fact of your changing positions i'm changing accusations i'm bringing legality and trying to bring manipulation, bring all manner's accusations against God's people, no matter how you, some assaults, no matter how you craft the words, as long as it is God that has put this word in my mouth, as long as God is sovereign and God has blessed and released a blessing, and as long as, as these people are God's covenant people, look, you will not see... Any variableness. He said with God there is no variableness, there is no turning. He's infallible. So what did he give him as a final word? He said, God is not a man to lie. Has he spoken? Will he not make it good? Amen. It's good to pause and take in that word. God is not a man. After harassing this prophet to change his words, to curse a people that God has blessed, the prophet has to give him the final, the fundamentals of it. He had to say, in case you don't understand that this is a waste of time, Father, I just worship you. My soul magnifies you. Because it's a waste of time to come against whom God has blessed. It is a waste of time. It's a waste of resources. It's a waste of demonic evil desire to come against whom God has blessed. Covenant children of God, marked for greatness, marked for purpose, marked to give God praise. He says it's a waste of time. He says, do not be afraid of the king of Babylon. Do not be afraid of Balak's, the likes of Pharaoh's and Herod's. Do not be afraid. I am God, and I have blessed you. No man can reverse it. No man can curse you and for the king to really understand that this was a no-go area there was nothing he could do he said rise up he said get on your feet let me really tell you for you to understand and here he said get up listen to me son of zippo he called him by his name by his father's name circumcise your ears and hear it." and fathers we declare let the sun the moon the stars from their courses let them hear it everything that has bread let it eat. every power and principality even those ones who think they are stronger than us father god let, let them eat and what did he say god is not a man that he should lie nor a son of man that he should repent has he said it and will he not do it or has he spoken and will he not make it good behold now he's declaring i the prophet that you, use, you want to use as instrument to destroy God's people. I have received a direct commandment. I have received the commandment. What is the commandment? To bless these people. What I have heard from God is to bless. And what you're asking me to do is to curse. What I have heard from God is to declare life and prosperity. What you're asking me to do, to bring enchantment, sorcery and divination, to declare death. And, and desolation. He said, I will not do it. It was not in him to do it. As greedy as this man was, as I see it, he would have done it. But God did not give him that permission. And he could not dare it. Father, I just worship you. Mighty God. What refuge, our rock. our eternal source of safety. So he now says to him, Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed and I cannot I love the world. He did not say I will not. He did not say I shall not. He said, I cannot. I cannot be, means I don't have the ability. I don't have the capacity. I don't have the capability. It's not in me. Even if you turn me upside down, and pay me thousands, I don't have it to do it. It's not that I'm not unwilling. I cannot. It's not possible. I cannot do it. He said, but this is what we should note. He said, he has not observed iniquity in Jacob, nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the shout of the king is among them. Amen. Amen. Yesterday, we read in that psalm, Psalm 118. He said, the shout of rejoicing is in the tent of the righteous, where there is praise and worship. Where the worship of God is in our midst. Where our lives is full of praise and our mouth praise. He inhabits the praises of people. God was inhabiting Israel. That's what the enemy did not know. God was in the midst of his people. That's number one. And then number two, he says that he has not seen wickedness. How He has looked. He has not seen wickedness. He has not seen. May God search us in and out. may he not find wickedness. in the days that we cry to him, when the enemies gathered to want to destroy us, may heaven arise and bear witness with us that we are truly the children of the most high god. that the blood of Jesus is we are marked that we are covenant children and that we are within the boundaries of his love that they will search and bring accusation. And heaven will say, uh-uh, I cannot reverse it. Mm-hmm. That the blood of Jesus will speak better things concerning us and grace will speak for us. Amen. That it will be it will find us in faith and that we will live by faith. Amen. So the judge shall live by his faith. Amen. God's righteousness appropriated for us will speak for us Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. So we see it here. And then he goes on to say, God brings them out of Egypt. He has strength like a wild ox. This God that you want to joke with—say, so these people that you are asking me to curse, these people that you have set your eyes to destroy—do <laughs> you know who these people are? Do you know the mighty hand of God that brought them out? Do you know the horrible pit God brought them out from? Do you know that God has set their feet upon the rock? Do you know that their goings is established? And do you know the mighty hand that brought them? Like the hand of a wild ox. So he was still telling this man, look, you better back off. You better advise yourself. You better kiss the son before the father gets angry, as it is recorded in Psalm 2. Why are you imagining a vain thing? Why do you think you can break break them as why why are you sitting down imagining a vain thing? Don't you see the mark on her forehead? Don't you know to whom she belongs? Don't you know? Hear the praise in their midst. Do you know who inhabits that praise? Your mission is self-destructive. You want to commit suicide. So this was a warning to a king. That's why I said, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of the king of Babylon. My hand is strong enough to save and to deliver you. And finally, he says, for there is no sorcery against Jacob. No. nor any divination against Israel. It now must be said of Jacob and of Israel, Oh, what God has done. Look, a people rises like a lioness and lifts itself up like a lion, shall not lie down until it devours the prey and drinks the blood of the slain. Amen. Look. (laughs) We just want to worship this God. The refuge, the defense, the strong tower, the one who sits on the throne, whose eyes go to and fro to show himself mighty. You will imagine that this dialogue, the going back and forth, the investment in altars, the building of seven at every point, in seven places that came to north, this discussion back and forth, cost, no, cost. The children of Israel were they oblivious of what was going on. They did not know what was going on. They did not know that way the way people had built an altar and they were standing and viewing them, counting them their numbers so that they can cause and destroy. But unknown to the enemy there, the eyes of God goes to and fro to show himself strong on the behalf of them whose hearts is loyal to, them, to him. That's why it says in Isaiah 41 verse 10, He says, fear not, I will help you. Say, be not dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yeah, I will strengthen you. He goes on to say, they that are incensed against you. They will be as nothing, anything of naught. They that fight against you, say they will perish. Why? You may be oblivious. You may not know that there is a battle and you're just going there. All that you know is that your heart is full of praise and worship. You are so thankful to be alive and to be a child of God. You're saving him in the best way that you can and minding your business. Mm -hmm. But God has marshaled angels to fight for you. Mm -hmm. And you hold your peace. Mm -hmm. When the Israelites were crossing the Red Sea, they were moving forward and looking forward. The only time they looked back, their enemies were almost at their back. Mm -hmm. They had almost consumed them. That's when they cried to Moses. And when Moses lifted and cried to God, said, Why are you crying to me? What is that in your hand? I've already equipped you. Strike the sea. Unknown to the children of Israel, their own was to cross and run. It was for God to deal with the enemy. And he knew what to do. The Bible records that the pillar of clouds that was leading, that was behind Israel, turned around and went behind them. The pillar of clouds that led them in the day came and blocked them. So it became darkness for the enemy. God knows what to do. He knows the strategy. He knows how to defeat the enemy. He knows how to frustrate their enterprise. He knows how to take the craft in their craftiness. So let them build altars. Whatever the altars mean to them. That is the word that is coming today. Let them build altars. Let them bring accusations. Let them move from center to center, from place to place. Jehovah God has spoken. Say you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed of the Lord. I gave you my spirit. As because you believed in me, I gave you power. You become my son. Power to become the son of God. Is it a small thing? To be a servant, not to talk about a son? He said, I will defend this city for the sake of my name. I will defend this city. Nobody has the power to reverse the purpose of God. Nobody has the power to turn around. When God has said advance, when he says he has placed our feet on the rock and established our goings, nobody has the power. No wonder he said in Zechariah chapter 4, he said, who are thou, O mountain, before Zerubbabel? He said, you'll become a plain. He said, cry grace. What we need to do is cry grace, constantly worship God. Speak to your father in heaven. No power can reverse that which the Lord has spoken. And God is not a man to lie. It's not the son of man that he will repent. There's no turning, there's no variableness with God. He has given a commandment to bless, and he has blessed. No power can reverse it. Father, we worship you this morning. For your commandment that has gone forth, as we read your word, that we are blessed. The fruit of our womb, blessed. Whatever we find to do, blessed. That you have commanded prosperity. That you have commanded Rejoicing to be in our tent. Father, we receive it with thanksgiving. We thank you for sending us this word. This word now is a standard that you have raised against whatever would have wanted to come against your people as a flood. This word is a standard. We believe this word. We rejoice. We rejoice at this word. We meditate on this word. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for helping us against every king of Babylon. Every demonic evil king. Mm -hmm. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for frustrating their enterprises. Mm -hmm. Thank you for taking them in their craftiness. Mm -hmm. Thank you for not allowing anything contrary to us and against us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To exhibit itself in our lives. Thank you for swallowing up dead in the tree. Yesterday you said we shall not die Believe. Mm -hmm. Now we see your hand doing mighty things. Now we see your hand. Mm -hmm. Pinning down every word that you have said concerning us. That no man can reverse Amen. we thank you holy father we worship you this morning we command blessings upon this day it's a gift no will be added command blessings of our, cho- for our children father thank you for you have not seen any iniquity in us because of jesus not seen any iniquity in them because of jesus thank you for honoring them thank you for rewarding them we give you praise thank you for visiting nigeria Thank you for showing your strength. Thank you for hearing the cry of your people. Thank you for sending help from your sanctuary. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.